Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. I'm Tower here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can find Warren Radio on USA.life, MeWe, Parlor, CloudHub, Tumblr, Pure Social, Spreely, and Linktree. You can listen and download our shows by going to warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. You can also find Warren Radio on the following website streamers, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes Player, Apple Podcast, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Warren Radio Visions on Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Anchor, Deezer, Podchaser, and Verbal. Do not miss this post on warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. Do not miss this post. Breaking Unveiling Delusion Breaking Unveiling Delusion Something They're Not Telling You relates key details and information concerning things that have happened in America. Latest posts on warn-usa.com Do not miss our featured posts on blood guilt. These are featured prominently on the front of Warren Radio at warn-usa.com. Do not miss this post, Blood Guilt Series Classic Warren Radio In-Depth Series on Blood Guilt. And do not miss this post, Blood Guilt, I, Cain, Killed Abel. The Beginning of Blood Guilt and How It Relates Today. And do not miss this post, American Tophet, Valley of Hinnom, Blood Guilt and America. Do not miss this post, Son in Faith, Epistles of Timothy, Part 1. The first epistle in our Timothy series, Son in Faith, He was his son in the faith, a faithful minister to those in Ephesus, and looked to his father in faith, the Apostle Paul, for guidance. The latest post on DanaGlynSmith.com Do not miss this post. The American Civil War, Then and Now The American Civil War, Then and Now is a featured post. Many years ago, I originally wrote about the Second Civil War coming to America. Both men forgot history, oh, but men forget history or fail to heed its warnings. Today, in 2022, we have a divisive country with many more threats today than ever before. And be sure to check out The Rising by the Watchman, Dana Glenn Smith. It's a Christian fiction thriller. There's danger and intrigue. Dark forces are plotting. The nation is at risk. Can Mac save the United States? 
Be sure to go to warn-usa.com. Nope, I'm sorry. It's danaglinsmith.com to sign up for the WIBR Warren radio newsletter. And you can also visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop where we feature the rising and other Christian books as well as resources from our vision media. And now I welcome in the Watchmen. You're listening to WARN Radio on the WIBR WARN Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Greetings. Welcome to another Friday morning. We are glad for Fridays. Excuse the noise. I'm adjusting things. So today, on this 27th of May, we're a few days from June... And I cannot believe how fast time flies. I've been saying this for years. It's going to be 25 years that we've been doing the WIBR Warren Radio. Going to be soon, next year. We started, Tower and I, back in 1973. But in this last day's ministry, it's a special call. And that was at the very beginning of the Internet. At any rate, I hope your day is going good and your week. Today we are in part nine. The Lord God, Governor of the Nations, Days of Noah. Well, you know, the Lord used... The days of Noah as the example of what society would be like. And for the life of me, I see what we're doing today, and we are a lot worse than Noah, you know, during Noah's day. I mean, we are so screwed up. Our kids are so screwed up, families are screwed up, government is screwed up, and of course all the lords of the universe are gathered, were gathered over in Davos like they are every year, hidden away in the Swedish or the Switzerland Alps. (laughs) You get up there and all that beauty and you can convince yourself you're gods, which is what they do. And, of course, Biden and his idiocy is continuing with appointing the who in charge of the pandemic in America. Well, they can do anything you want to, but 
I'm not going to give up our constitutional sovereignty to some dipwit with the World Health Organization who is united with the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab to destroy the, the sovereignty and individuality of a nation. And so this preacher and a lot more reject this stupidity going on in D.C. You know, it seems like when people get elected after a while, they, they lose their morality, lose their focus, and they become outright stupid. And we have got some senators up there. Like Mad Maxine, you know, they call her Mad Maxine for a reason. The woman looks like she is just mad all the time. And Pelosi looks like she's drunk much of the time and mad at the other times. And Schumer, he comes out mad. And then, of course, you've got AOC's group of nuts. And they're just anti-American. And they're anti-Israel. And our morals are in the toilet. Nobody wants to listen to truth. But yet some do. And so this country needs to wake up. Not be woke like what we have bunch of sin-laden, corrupt, given over to their own lust youth who have not been raised in the church. And if they were in a church, it was a liberal church where the pastors profane. We got them. So today, shake off the dust of what's happening. Renew your commitment to the Lord. Fight the spiritual battle. Bind the spirits bothering you. Look up because the day of the Lord comes. Remember in Genesis 6-7, the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. I mean, what a testament. The Lord God of the universe, Jehovah, Yahweh, repents that he made man and everything here. Because man screwed it all up. And look at how far back Noah was. I mean, it was so bad that God repented that he made man, specifically. Now fast forward to where we are today. You know, the end of all things haven't come yet. But right now, we're looking more at 
the time of Jacob's trouble, the great tribulation for Christians and the world. I mean, we're looking at the prophetic and all the signs point to the coming of the Lord. But it points to a lot of trouble. And of course, they're going to try to bring back, what is it, the monkey pox? Give me a break. I've already read about the monkey pox from Dr. Malone. He can tell you about it because he was involved with it. He knew it. But, of course, we got to make a mountain out of a molehill, so the people in charge look at that as another way to get a mask on you, another way to get you in lockdown, and another way to screw things up. And, of course, this is coming um, at a time of election, which is no coincidence. There is nothing happening today that's a coincidence. So welcome to the end of days, in case you haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm chuckling. This is uh, Tower and I, we plan to be here. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. Because there are kids to save, there's people to save, there's people to help. You know, like they do in the old movies during a six-gun shootout. Two, two bad guys against one good sheriff. The sheriff looks at them. They're all getting ready to draw guns. And the sheriff opens up one eye and closes the other. He has a piece of chaw in his mouth. Chews it for a while. Spits on the ground. And by the time the spit of Chaw hits the ground, he's already killed the bad guys. That's the Old West. Well, you know, in the church, we need to consider what's happening. And we need to renew ourselves in the Lord. Refocus on the power of the Lord and the Spirit. And our spit on the ground is actually not a spit, but we rebuke the wicked spirits. We reject the godless ways. We speak the truth. We tell the truth. We walk in holiness and power. We don't turn away from the wickedness. We look it in the eye. Because wickedness hates to face the truth of the gospel. Even the devil shudders. Because he knows his time is short. He's a great liar. 
He has a lot of people believing his lies in this world. So remember when we're talking about the governor of the nations, and this is part nine, as I said previously. Today, Noah, Lot, and the warnings of both Peter and Jude come to light, as well as the warnings that it repenteth me that I have made them, meaning man. By that time, wickedness overspent its welcome. The Lord was going to stop it, and he did. Now this wickedness, this corruption, this blindness, this hatred, this wokeness, everything you see will end. Now the devil wants you to believe it never will end. But it will. Now let's look at that verse again. Well, there's several of them in Genesis. And the Lord said, I'll destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, the creeping thing, the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Verse 13 of Genesis 6. And God said unto Noah, the end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I'll destroy them with the earth. Now you see, the way that they did things on earth, well, the fruits of it, it fills the earth with violence. And not to mention corruption. Not to mention perverting God's laws in the process. Verse 17, he said, And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth and destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life from under heaven, and everything that is in the earth shall die. And when you talk about the breath of life, See, and, and this has a lot of implications prophetically, as well as, interestingly, we speak of the Nephilim, who were living beings on the earth at the time. So if we talk about everything on the earth dying because of the flood, except for Noah and the animals, Noah and his family, then there wasn't anything left. So if that's the case, then why do we find the descendants of the Nephilim being fought against, and, and they, they were fought and run out of the promised land, and uh, Joshua and Caleb both specifically ran them out. You know, they weren't afraid of the giants in the first place. If you get back to the original time when uh, Moses sent out uh, ten spies. But somewhere along the line there, 
the Nephilim would have died too. Everything would have died. Now, of course, when we look at a flood, a flood of waters upon the earth, and everything that is in the earth shall die. Now, see, these point dramatically to flooding the earth and destroying everything in it. And all these people that say, well, it's a localized flood. It's not a localized flood. 7-4, for seven days, he's going to let it rain. This is just verse 4. And I will cause it to rain upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. And every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. See, this is a worldwide flood. And the judgment of God came upon the entire world. Now, of course, the world wasn't packed back then the way it is today. But he still destroyed everything except for Noah. And after it was all over, Noah and his family had the entire earth. Now, see, the naysayers, of course, will tell you, well, it's impossible that all men descended from Noah. Well, if you look at the record, that's what this context points to. It later goes in and tell you how people moved. And you consider how long the earth has been here. Because after all, one day with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. So if a thousand years is as one day, then it's easy to see in human time frame that that was a long time. One day with the Lord is a thousand years. Dear God in heaven, what kind of God is this? He's eternal. And before everything was created... He was there. And so Tower and I have talked about this because she was always interested in what happened before. And, and of course, there is a pre-Adamic flood that we talk about, too. There's a lot of interesting things when we talk about the very beginning. A lot of stuff in there, but we're not going to get into that. We're going to move on to Luke 17. 26 through 30. And as it was in the days of Noah, or Noah, I like Noah. Scripture has N-O-E. But uh, you'd, you'd have to look at the original Hebrew to see how it's pronounced. So shall it also be in the days of the Son of Man. So in the days of the Son of Man... It's kind of interesting that thought. Even the Pharisees want in in the you know the priests and everybody wanted to know why Jesus was talking about the Son of Man. 
Well, see, the Son of Man has been the Son of Man since the beginning, except for the original Adam and Eve, who were, you know, literally created by God in the beginning. What is the Son of Man? Well, because this has patriarchy in it, they'll say a son of man. But really, when we look at it, the woman has the egg, the man has the sperm. And sorry, there's only male and female. No matter what you do to yourself, there's male and female. The original part of you, you're not going to change. You can alter the front car car <laughs> because I was thinking of cars see you can I come from back in the you know time when cars had personality and uh, man I'll tell you if you had a 57 Chevy or if you had a Ford the models some of these were gorgeous and so today all the old fellas we're gathered over at our 50s restaurant with all their classic cars. And it was absolutely, you know, I love those old cars. Because I was in the middle of that. They had personality. They didn't all look alike. And so you'd fix it up. But you see, with today's society, we get the classic model of male or female. And we, well, we're going to fix this baby up. We're going to remove the breasts. We're going to, you know, cause some facial hair. You know, we're going to do all this. You know, change that man into a woman or the woman into a man. Meanwhile, the inner part is not changed. Your spirit, your makeup. Your chromosomes, who you are. That doesn't change. Now, you can look like a remade man. You can call yourself anything. You know, I mean, over in Europe and some of the things that have come across, you know, they talk about what all they'll do. And we've got woke people from one side of the planet to the other. But see, the real issue is spiritual. Now you see, this kind of teaching, people don't like. And people, I mean, YouTube. They, were, they removed one of my episodes, I don't know, some time ago. Then they removed another one, and they're going to they will eventually find another one and remove it and remove our account, which I don't care. And the reason I don't care, I gave up on YouTube, oh, probably about 15 years ago. Because they were doing it back then, and I literally deleted everything off of there. And I got back on there, and the only reason these things are on YouTube is because one of our people, you know, the people we work with, to distribute the thing automatically distributes it over to YouTube but if you know the bottom line of it is I don't need YouTube I don't care for YouTube 
I don't like Google. I don't care for Google. And, and it's obvious because I, I've known all along they're tracking. You know, that's why, you know, I do the websites. I do the script. I know this stuff. And a, and a lot of the techies, they all know it. But at any rate, back to the thing. So we're talking change here, and, and that's really the issue. When, when the days of Noah come along, and if you trace Noah back, you're going to find out he has a good lineage. But, you know, you, you trace it back, and somehow man became disgusted with the way things were. decided they would change and then of course there was no cure for sin back then not really and so it says they did eat they drank they married wives and and of course now today the word wife I don't even know you know two women married which one's the wife neither one they're married, though. And then, of course, you have all kinds of things happening. And, and when I talk about this, I'm not dissing these people. Get your head out of your butt, if that's what you think. I'm telling you that sin is sin, and God created man and woman. Use some sense. God gave you sense. Now see, that's the problem with this generation we have. is spoiled, rotten. And their adults, uh, parents ain't any better. And many of them came out of the 60s and the hippie movement, which I know a lot about. And of course, I, I was... Uh, I knew about those things. Everybody did. So they did eat, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah, or Noe, entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. But see, there's other scripture when we talk about this that literally says they did not know until the flood carried them away. You know, even when it was raining and Noah was in the ark and he had already warned them he was a preacher of what righteousness scripture says and he literally built that ark I mean it was a long time in making he had plenty of time to preach and so when it started raining they didn't realize it when it kept raining they didn't pay any attention Nothing like that had ever happened. Then it got deep. Then it got a little deeper. Then it got really deep. And then it started covering things. And then everything was flooded. It was destroyed. Now, see, 
the days of Noah is held up as the sign of the end of days. As it was in the days of Noah, it will be in the days of the Son of Man. And of course, they're going to marry. They're going to be given in marriage. They're going to work. They're going to exchange commerce or trade. They ate. They drank. They bought. They sold. They planted. They builded. See, the point of it is they were busy with their life. That's the point here in Luke. And yet they did not know. When the judgment came, that it was judgment, until it was too late. Now see, in this section is inserted this. But the same day, or verse 28, let's go up to that one. Likewise also, as it was in the days of Lot, they did eat, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they builded. They're referring that, you know, you go back to Noah... Then you move forward to Lot, they were all doing the same thing. And they're telling you that the human characteristics, they're, they're not going to be prepared. Even the Lord came. He says, you will not know the day or the hour when I come. Now you can know the time frame. There's a lot you can know if you look. Because as we are in the Lord... The Spirit reveals these things. So we're not going to be totally ignorant. We're, we're actually the light. And Paul talks about the light while the world is darkness. And we should know. We should be awake. They should be awake in the churches. Not awake to call sin okay. Not awake to call holiness wrong. So he says, but the same day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. Now you notice here, the biblical pattern, Noah entered the ark. He went through the flood, but he was saved. Lot went out of Sodom. He was delivered by an angelic presence, a couple of angels. <clears throat> and he was delivered out of Sodom. And as soon as they went out, judgment fell. And so in both of those examples, the righteous were delivered. For us today, we would consider this, okay, as in the days of Noah, it'll be like it is today. They'll be doing all these same things, which they are, and worse. And we will not know the day or the hour. But within this, God will make a way for the righteous and deliver them. 
Now, see, many people have applied the rapture, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, whichever your doctrinal proclivities have claimed on to. I don't worry about pre, post, and mid-trib. I don't teach it. I don't care about it. I don't worry about it. You want to worry about it? You want to go ahead and claim it. You know, I'm all for a pre-trib. I'm ready to go any time. But there are a lot of people that need help. God will get us out when it's time. But see, the real kicker here about overcoming during the times of the fulfillment of Revelation and the Tribulation is this. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Overcame by the blood of the Lamb, you have to be born again. Believe upon the work, the atoning work of the Son of God, the Lamb of God. A blood atonement which was required. Even in the Old Testament, the blood was the atoning factor used. In the New Testament, the blood of the Son of God was used to permanently remove our sins. But you have to believe and receive him. Yeah, and you can find scriptures for that. John 1, John 3. So we have this. But see, up until that time, when the Lord comes, it's going to be a wicked society. Now, we look at today's society and what we've done, and many of them don't see that. Now, see, we have social sites today that um, are run by a lot of these same young people, and they're very good at technology. Now, there are people from my generation that haven't a clue about technology. Now, I know about it because I got involved in it. I learned it. And I know the aspects of this. All of them. And I've even prophesied and I've talked about how technology is going to play a part. And I've preached and told people and reminded them and warned them that your technology one day will destroy you. But see, we see it as a savior. It's not a savior. It's amoral. Which means that they program it and whatever they program into it becomes their truth. But it's not truth. It comes from man. Technology is nothing because it was created by man. And man is imperfect and he's not going to be perfect even though he thinks he's perfect. There is a root of sin and it's there and it'll never go away. And as far as the days of Noah... And all the other examples that Jude and Peter use. And we'll get to Peter. 
Jude 1, 3 through 7. And this is a good little section. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me, for me to write you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. Did you get that once delivered to the saints? We have someone coming later, several centuries, and adds to the gospel. No, there is no adding. And we have a lot of groups like that today who consider themselves Christians. They use a different Bible. They have a totally different teaching. We got others that don't consider themselves Christians, but still believe. And they're all wrong. Because I'm right. And I'm right because I follow the dictates of the apostles and the teachings of Jesus Christ and the gospel as it was intended to be. See, we know the truth. The devil hates the truth. The world hates the truth. The techies that run and also the politically correct leaders of those like the ones who are leading up YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and all these others. I mean, they spent all their time, and we know they got money from Zuckerberg and others, you know, even to corrupt the elections. And then they look the other way and say, who me? This world is wicked, it's filthy, it's deceitful. Verse 4 says, for there are certain men crept in unawares. Well, that's happened here today with our elections and in America who is destroying this country. But you see, I was told over 50 years ago through audible voices, words, and visions that America as I knew it would cease to exist. No, I knew that, but I didn't know what to do with it because the vision would come to pass many years later. And it was then that I was told. Nevertheless, we have the truth. If we stick to the gospel of Jesus Christ as it was originally delivered and carried forth by the apostles and the early church. If you are in one of these churches that has new revelation that changes this, you're in trouble. And I condemn those and reject those and call them out because judgment will be their behalf. For there were certain men who crept in unawares. My God in heaven, dear people. He's watching. And he sees all these people. Uh, if you've ever seen Denise D'Souza's 2,000 Mules, he reveals how they stole the election. So men like creeping in unaware to do things that are wicked and try to convince you everything's fine. But you see, it says of these that they were of old 
uh, ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness. You can just, big word for that is sin. Sexual immorality, etc. And denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he goes in to say, the judgment, okay? You have to contend for the faith while these people have crept in unawares to destroy everything that's good and godly and come up with something to deceive the people and turn everything into lasciviousness and sin and godlessness. In the same time, denying the Lord God and the Lord Jesus Christ, where is exactly America is going, Paul warned about it, that they would reject the love of the truth and God would send them a delusion and they would believe a lie and they would wind up in a devil's hell. So he says, I will therefore put you in remembrance. Though he once knew this, how the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed them that believed not. And the angels, which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness, under judgment of the great day. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication, going after strange flesh, are set forth an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. Now see, in America we go after strange flesh. We have given ourselves over to fornication. It's about money. Peter in 2 Peter 2, 1 through 9, talks about false prophets. And you're going to have to know the Bible good enough to know the difference between a false prophet and a true prophet. Now, I don't know all the prophets. But I did know, personally, a Jewish prophet. He's gone now. Which surprised me to death. I couldn't believe it. But you see, people come and go. And they have jobs to do. God's the author of life and death. He, he is the God of life. But he also can end people's lives and judgment. But there were false prophets among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you who privately shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them and bring upon themselves swift destruction. Now, there's a young man who is a pastor who openly teaches, and he does this online in a very popular forum, that there are many ways to heaven. Now, this guy is a false teacher, a false prophet, and he's going to lead people into the pit of hell. You have to know the difference. Your kids have to know the difference. 
And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. And that's exactly what that guy does. Eat the way of truth. There is a way of truth, but the world doesn't want to hear it. And through covetousness shall they with feigned words make merchandise of you. And feigned words, you know, and merchandise is... I call that salesman speak, things that sound really good, and they're all fake words. They're just inducing you to accept the merchandise, in this case, a new gospel, a new savior, a new way, because that fits the flesh. By saying that there's many ways to heaven and not preaching the true gospel, not bringing out the fact you have to get rid of sin, Of course the people are going to like him. And he's not the only one. We've been tracking these people for years. All kinds of them. So they make merchandise of you, whose judgment now of a long time lingereth not, and their damnation slumbers not. In other words, it's coming. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them into chains of darkness to be reserved unto judgment, and spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly, and turning the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah into ashes, and condemned them with an overthrow, making them an example unto those that should live ungodly. <coughs> Excuse me. And deliver just lot vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. For that righteous man dwelling among them in seeing and hearing vexed his righteous soul from day to day with her unlawful deeds. The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptations and re to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. So you're a Christian living in the world today, and you know the Lord, but there's a vexation of spirit, a torment, an attack, and it attacks your righteous soul because you see what they're doing. You see what they're teaching the children. You see how they're sacrificing young lives just to get an attentive audience. So they're taking little boys and little girls and let them mix with a bunch of men dressed up in dresses that look like women. A perverse spirit. A corrupted spirit. These men with these corrupted and perverse spirits are looking to corrupt and make perverse your children. And they've exceeded They've succeeded in a lot of ways. They're having a uh, young children's drag show, which I can tell you that even in our day, that eventually had the hippie movement and the riots of the 60s against the Vietnam War. I was in the service during the Vietnam War in the Navy. But even though we had all of that, to watch what you're doing to the children today 
and watch what the government's doing and how they're accepting this stuff. It all fits into a judgment. So I speak to the godly, the Christians and those that you better be careful. You better know in whom you have believed. Because God is not going to deliver you out if you look just like the world. There has to be a difference between God's people and the world. But see, now, we can do so many things technologically. So there's not much that we can't corrupt, create, or figure a way around. Because we're so smart. And we have knowledge. As if that makes it okay. It's an amazing thing to watch a nation drown itself in this delusion, deception, and this perverseness that we've gotten ourselves into. And the Democrats are right in the middle of it. There's Republicans involved in it. There's, there's mayors. There's governors. The political establishment. The political establishment in in the world is corrupt. Now there are righteous people in some posts in those things, but you're not going to change the system. It's corrupt. It always was corrupt. Now our forefathers of America realized that. That's why they tried to put in Judeo-Christian principles and said that our form of government required a righteous people. Well, we're not a righteous people. We're corrupt. And we have more modern-day prophets. Barack Obama's a modern-day prophet. But he's not a prophet of the gospel. He's a prophet of change. And he's behind Biden, always has been. And instead of putting a light on the corruption, the Democrats, major leaders, have hit it because they are funded by the very forces that come directly out of the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, and others. The United Nations is a corrupt body of corrupt men 
who push corrupt systems. There's nothing godly about them. And the Lord himself told us in the word of God, friendship with the world is an enmity with God. It's against God. Now we're in the world. And we have to live in the world. And there are ways that we can live. Not violating our faith, not violating on the morals, not violating what we believe. And you can look this up. In as much as possible, live peaceably with all men. Now that's, that's a good word. The problem of it is Christians in other countries have been living peaceably or trying to for generations. And we have had more blood shed, Christian blood shed in recent memory than in any other time. And nobody in this global society does anything about it. They herald George Floyd, who never did anything in his whole life except die, because they herald him because it's a political issue, because he's black, and it's all the white man's fault, it's all America's fault, and all the young people believe it. That's all a lie out of the pit of hell. George Floyd should have repented a long time ago. You think he's alongside the Son of God for what he's done? You people need to wake up in this country. Problem of it is, many of you won't. But you need to listen to the Word of God. You need to be truly spiritually attuned, and the only way to do that is be truly born again through the Spirit of God. So today, we're going to be ending there. Next week, we're going to be discussing Abraham's prophetic sleep and the horror of great darkness that fell upon him. I'll tell you a story about that very great horror of darkness. And that's something that is very, very real. And so in America today, we go on through another day, another season. And we have hope for a better day. It's okay to have hope. But folks, this nation needs to repent. And you need to start with your friends, your family, then your city and state. Father, we thank you for your word and your mercy. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word in Jesus' name. Go to our websites at warren-usa.com, danaglennsmith.com. Don't forget, pick up my new book, The Rising by Dana Glenn Smith. Pick it up biblically, prophetically, and a Christian fiction. It's a must-read. You'll be surprised with the content. Go check it out, get a copy, and then contact us and send me your comments. 
The Rising by Dana G, uh, Dana Glenn Smith. Be sure to take care of yourselves and your family. Till next time, shalom. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.